This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Today, Elon Musk tells Disney to go F themselves, and Dylan Mulvaney seems unhinged on social media. Who would have seen that coming? We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez and I am joined today by Yaku Buyans, Blaze TV contributor and host of The Bottom Line, along with Pat Gray, host of Pat Gray Unleashed, which of course you can find right here on Blaze TV. Make sure that you check it out. Um, so I laughed so hard when I saw this clip surface yesterday of Elon Musk. Uh, he was doing an interview with, which honestly, his first mistake was doing an interview with a New York Times editor. Mm-hmm. But he decided to do it. This is what the Deal Book Summit, whatever the hell that is, uh, a New York Times summit. And he had been asked, of course, about uh, all of these organizations, all of these companies that have recently withdrawn their advertising dollars from X. Namely, it was like Disney, Comcast, all of these left wing. I mean, Legitimately gigantic companies, but still left-wing hacks who were very upset by a Media Matters piece that was manipulated, you know, they manipulated a bunch of, uh, distorted the truth to make it sound like Elon Musk was giving the thumbs up to a bunch of Nazi rhetoric and white supremacist rhetoric. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Disney and all the others, faux outrage, like, oh my gosh, Elon Musk is a Nazi. We can't have that. And so they pulled their advertising dollars. And so Elon was asked by Aaron Ross Sorkin, um, who I'm just going to say looks a lot like Rachel Maddow, um, (laughs) about all of these advertisers leaving. And um, I, I want to play Elon Musk's response to all of these advertisers. Watch. Leaving, we talked to Bob Iger I hope today. they stop. You hope? Uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? What do you mean? If, if somebody's gonna try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go f- yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Love it so much. But. but Go yourself. <laughs> is that clear? I hope it is. Hey, Bob, if you're in the audience. Well, well let me ask you then. That's how I feel. <laughs> He's so stunned. How do you think then about the economics of, of X? If, 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 if part of the underlying model, at least today, and maybe it needs to shift, maybe the answer is it needs to shift away from advertising. Um, if, if you believe that this is the one part of your business where you will be beholden to those who uh, have this view, what do you do? F Y. <laughs> Succinct, I would say. Go F yourselves. You're not going to blackmail me with money, which yeah. I think I, I, I really want to get y'all's thoughts on here because I think this is a very interesting conversation to have. I think that the... Um, the, the, the idea that you want to say, 
screw you. You're not going to, you are not, I'm not going to uh, cater to you. I'm not going to cater to this mob mentality. I'm tired of the Hollywoods and the mainstream medias and now the social media platforms and the advertisers. I'm tired of you guys trying to, to put your, wield all of your power by putting your thumb on my, on me and telling me I have to do what you say all the time or else you're going to withdraw your money. Screw you. And I do feel like I mean, he, if, if no one else can do it, perhaps maybe the richest man in the world can. I mean, if there's someone who can do it and give these people the middle finger and say, you don't have that kind of power anymore, perhaps it is the richest man in the world. But as far as it being a business strategy, <laughs> it is questionable where that leads and what the outcome of that is. I, again, I, I think it's a, a it's a it's the right perspective to have mm -hmm. to say I'm do I'm done playing games with you guys. I'm I'm done. But I just I do I do worry a little bit. And I was on with um I I think this is coming out later tonight. Sean Spicer um, on his show, which you can check out on YouTube. And it was something that he had brought up to me of just like okay, I understand you're saying like that was great. That was a great moment. But what if what if we as conservatives don't have X anymore? Where do we go? Right, you go first. Um, I, uh, parlor, I guess. Does parlor even exist anymore? Yeah, buddy, buddy, yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's a new acquisition and there is, but... but I mean, somebody it, will create it. Exactly. If there's a demand for it from yes. conservatives, somebody will create it, will it if, if X goes down. And I'm not convinced it's going to. I agree. Uh, first of all, I wonder, I wonder, because this has been done to us before. It's been done to Glenn. It was done to him uh, when he was at Fox, mm -hmm. the mainstream media used to say, well, all of these sponsors have dropped his show. He's in real trouble. Mercedes-Benz doesn't advertise. IBM doesn't. Yeah, they never did. Mm. They never advertised. And they'd give you this list of 200 sponsors, none of whom ever advertised on Fox News. So I don't know if it's that or if it's real. And, and it's probably partially real. It's probably a little bit of both. Um, but you're right. If anybody can withstand a boycott like that, it, you would think it would be Elon Musk, who's worth, worth over $200 billion. But he goes on here to make a great point about free speech. And, you know, he's getting all this flack from people about the anti-Semitism or Nazis or what, whatever that people don't like. And he makes a great point about how do you keep democracy, which we're not one, but how do you keep free speech alive if somebody doesn't keep free speech alive. Because the only speech worth protecting is speech that we don't like from people we don't exactly. like. Exactly. So if everybody's saying sweet things on X, nobody's going to frequent it. Then they're not going to get any advertisers on that forum either because nobody cares and right. nobody's going to use it. Um, yeah. People like the contention. People like to say things to other people that they can't say in person. I don't like it. So if you don't like it, you stay off of it. Right. Right, exactly. It, it is It is such an interesting, um, it's fascinating to me that leftists don't get that part of it. Yeah, right. right? It's like, I, I'm not, not I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying I co-sign on this. I'm not endorsing the behavior. Right. I'm just saying, like, people are allowed to be assholes in society. Yeah. Like, you, you are allowed right. to. And by the way, I would like for you to tell me exactly who you are. I want you to show no, your like true colors. Yeah. I want to know that. Right. So then I know if I want to deal with you or not. The same way that, you know, we have all of these discriminatory uh, policies for businesses. 
I completely disagree with those as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think you should have the freedom to discriminate because if you have a sign up in your uh, the front office of your, you know, the front door of your store and you say, I don't want to, to serve black people. I'm not going to go to your shop. And right. I know everyone else that I know is not also going to so go to your shop. It's the form of the free market. It, it exactly. Works, the free market works itself out. Yes, and that's, exactly. And that's, it the, that's the locker room mentality of the coach saying, and in the military, hey, he messed up. You're all running 10 miles. Mm. Sort it out. And, they, mm -hmm. and you sort it out quick. But I want to get to the Elon story real quick. This was not knee jerk. This is a strong position. It's calculated by Elon. I see his upbringing because I was born and raised in Africa too, same place, not far from him. And there's, there's, I love that that grit is in him and mm -hmm. a little bit of the spectrum prevents him from hiding it and it's there, but there's grit in him. There's a fight in him. This was very calculated. I want to propose a different proposition here, okay? The model has to change. The model has to change. We have to stop hang in free speech at the behest and the dollar of the woke left. And if they don't mm -hmm. pay, we don't play, right? We can't play. And the way you smash the model is you smash them. You smash them and you say, hey, by the way, Disney, you're down. You're firing 3,000 people. You're talking about selling a theme park. Go jump. I can't mm -hmm. say what he says, but mm -hmm. go jump. I don't need you. And it is salt in the wounds it's literally it's literally you've got him in a corner now finish the job De deliver the knockout punch he can carry x he can the, f the truth of the matter is they need x they need the conservative dollar to keep the disney park open they're going down because they yeah. don't have the conservative dollar if he caves they win right. he doesn't cave they'll circle back with their tail between their legs Maybe not the current CEO, but the next one that goes, dude, if I don't go back there, we lose the whole conservative base. Mm -hmm. We're going to lose the Judeo-Christian base. The reason they've had us in the palm of their hand is because we did not hit back. This is how you do it. I dare you, go jump, go do something to yourself. I don't need you. And they're going to circle back and say, they're saying, not what we're saying, well, what if we don't have X? You're going to have X. You're going to have the platform. And you may have others. They're saying, what if we don't have X? Mm. What if we lose touch of the conservative voter and someone fills the void? Mm -hmm. Can we as Disney really afford to close a park and let Universal step in? Right. And let Universal go, great. Mm. Thank you for the market share. We'll talk to the conservative Christian. This is brilliant. I want every conservative Christian company to take this example, this is the Glenn stories of the world, to say, mm -hmm. don't need you, man. Yeah. You'll come back. Yeah. You need us. And they've had seven bombs in a row, movie-wise. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They're imploding. Seven, the latest one over Thanksgiving. They're imploding. Yeah. Terrible. Completely imploding. Yeah. 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 This yeah. is the time to kick them. I, I, I completely agree. And again, who better than the richest man in the world who, you know, right. has a little bit of cushion when it comes <laughs> to... I, I'm just saying, I don't, I don't think he's living paycheck to paycheck is my point. Um, I want to play one other moment from him that I thought was just, it was um, important to, to consider and discuss, which is when he was talking about uh, the environmental impact with, you know, Tesla. And he had this great moment where he talked about people wanting to, they just want to have the appearance of looking good, but they actually are not. Uh, they're the opposite of that. Here's that moment. 
Tesla has done more to help the environment than uh, all other companies combined. Uh, it would be fair to say that, therefore, as a leader of the company, I've done more for the environment than everyone else, any single human on Earth. How do you feel about that? No, no, I, but, no, how do I feel about that? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm asking you personally how you feel about that, because this goes, we're talking about power and influence and... I'm, and saying, I'm saying what I, what, what I care about is the, the reality of goodness, not yes. the perception of it. And what I see all over the place is people who care about looking good while doing evil. <laughs> them. Yes. I just think that's just such an important point to make. Now, we disagree on climate change, right? Like, I don't agree with Elon Musk sure. on climate change. I don't agree with Elon Musk on electric cars um, and whether or not it's, you know, the, the sources of the batteries and all of that maybe counteracts uh, the good that it does for the environment. But what an important point to make because he is dealing with people who, again, you go back to the reason why Disney is, oh, my God, I can't believe we're pulling all of our ad money from X. Okay, but you're totally fine with all of these pro-Palestinian rallies of people going out and marching and saying they literally want to eradicate Israelis. They're saying uh, the Nazis actually had it right. They're saying maybe Hitler uh, knew something that he was doing that was correct after all. They're saying all sorts of anti-Semitic rhetoric, very literally, and they don't have a problem with any of that. Why? Because these are not morals that these people actually hold. These are faux values that they pretend right. to have so they can clutch their pearls when they want to accuse you of something, even though they have no intention of actually living out that value. And so I think it was just such an important point to make of just like, they, they just want to look like they're doing good. They're not. Sarah, they're not. Sarah, it's self-elevation. It's virtual activism. Yes. I can't stand it in my fight of fighting human trafficking. I can, I, even yesterday I told my whole thing, I can't stand it when people I want to talk to get the likes because it's popular to talk about. But you ask this woman, you say, hey, show up with me at a rally to protest a drag show for mm -hmm. kids mm -hmm. and four show up. Nobody shows up. But they'll up. take Nobody your post. They'll mm -hmm. screenshot your post. They'll cut your name uh -huh. out of it. Uh -huh. They'll post it on their feed because uh -huh. they want to get the likes. That needs to go away. Yep. If you are not willing to, comp to, to absolutely sacrifice, right, and lay yourself down, and go step in, in line and inconvenience yourself for another. That's what he's talking about. And that's not just about the climate, because I don't agree with him with the climate. Right. But it's a cultural thing yeah. of, because I talked about it, right. I did something. Yeah. No, yeah. do something. Exactly. Yeah, he's gone a little bit beyond the hashtag uh, green environment yeah. stuff. Yeah. He's, you know, he, he cares about it so much. Uh, and we all disagree with him on, on how catastrophic this is. He cares about it so much. He created a space company so we could go to, could go to Mars if, Convicted. We, if we need to. Exactly. And colonize Mars. Yeah. I mean, the guy has done a lot because he believes in climate change. And the left has completely forgotten that. Or they don't care anymore because he's conservative on too many things. Yeah. Um, but he does put his money where his mouth is every single time. And that's respectable. Yeah, you it have is. To, you have to respect that about him. Yep. Um, all right, let's well go ahead and uh, we got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more. But we want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. We were just talking about, you know, uh, Yaku mentioned Glenn's story. Mm -hmm. We're talking about companies that put their money where their mouth is. I can't think of a better example of that than Patriot Mobile. They are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And uh, starting today, Patriot Mobile is extending their Black Friday deal to every Friday Matters deal. 
You can get a free smartphone when you switch uh, today. They're going to offer you dependable nationwide coverage. They're going to give you access to all three major networks. So you're going to get this. You're getting the same coverage that you've already been accustomed to. But you're not. What you're not going to do is when you pay your bill at the end of the month, you're not going to be funding pro-abortion organizations. You're not going to be funding all of these other, you know, uh, organizations that want to take your guns away, which is. What you're doing if you're with Big Mobile, because they're donating that money to all of these causes that you're fighting against. Instead, Patriot Mobile is going to refunnel that money uh, to causes that you really actually are fighting for. Um, And Yaku knows more than perhaps anyone. He's been at the border with them. They've been. They are down there at the border with Yaku all the time. Yeah, they've done a lot of lot of rescue missions, to helping to rescue children, flip school boards. Mm-hmm protect children in school. And I will tell you this, the other mobile companies actually pay to keep the border open. Mm. They're funding a lot of these NGOs that it's in big government's pockets. And so Glenn Story and Patriot Mobile, Jenny and the team, they do amazing work. And they stand in the line of fire. Yeah. They take criticism for this. Again, yeah. it's costing them something. They're physically doing something. Yes. So we're, you know, when you talk about the parallel economy, uh, there is no better example of people who are doing it right than Patriot Mobile. So you can keep your number, you can keep your phone, or you can get all new, whatever you want. Just go there. Get a free smartphone phone from Patriot Mobile right now. If you go to patriotmobile.com slash news, don't sleep on this. Uh, you can use your promo code FRIDAY76. That is a free smartphone with promo code FRIDAY76 over at patriotmobile.com slash news. I want to go through some of the uh, hearing that happened on Capitol Hill today. This was the House Judiciary Committee uh, who conducted a hearing on the weaponization of the federal government, which you're going to need a couple hearings for that one because that one runs real deep. And so today they had witnesses, uh, Matt Taibbi, who, of course, was the uh, one of the authors of the Twitter files, uh, Michael Schellenberger, who was an environmental, like a hardcore environmentalist and now has kind of transitioned into, uh, I would say, a reputable journalist, uh, Mm -hmm. author, and also had uh, took part in the Twitter files. Um, And some of these other uh, uh, former Homeland Security advisor and counterterrorism advisor, uh, journalist for the free press in Canada. And I want to play a moment right at the beginning of the hearing where Jim Jordan Um, issued a subpoena for Joe Biden's former White House director of digital strategy, Rob Flaherty, because they want to have him testify about his actions pressuring, of course, digital platforms like uh, not just then Twitter, um, but Facebook and YouTube. I mean, you name it. They were pressuring these digital platforms to censor content. Um, And this is This precedes what is anticipated to be a landmark Supreme Court case centered on these actual actions that the White House was doing. Here is that moment. Watch. While we have more information forthcoming, it's impossible to get a full accounting of the government's censorship efforts when the government actors involved will not participate with our constitutional duty to do oversight. That's why today we are serving subpoenas to former White House employees Rob Flaherty and Andy Slavitt, who have so far refused to sit for interviews despite being directly implicated in emails between the White House and tech companies. I think we may have brought this out in the, in the previous hearing with um, some of our witnesses today. But never forget, the third day of the Biden administration, I think it was maybe in like 36 hours into it, Andy Slavitt sends an email from the White House to Twitter saying, take down this tweet ASAP. 
And of course, the irony was the tweet was about, the tweet was from this administration's Democrat primary opponent, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And there was nothing in the tweet that was false. And yet the White House, day three, the Biden administration is trying to take that down. So we've sent subpoenas to those two individuals and hope that we will have them in front of our committee real soon. Now, I want to get your thoughts, but I want to play a couple other clips here. Um, number one is, is, is fascinating because when we talk about just how far uh, this public-private partnership uh, extends between the White House and, you know, Twitter, Facebook, you name it, I think that there is no better example than the Hunter Biden laptop, which... Mm. We all said at the outset, hey, we need to talk about this. It's October of 2020. We got an election in November. We've got all of this information that sh that's just come out. And by the way, I'm not talking about Hunter's nudes because nobody wants to see those, but perhaps the emails, the business dealings. Let's see where those lead. And uh, you still have today, market, uh, November 30th, 2023, Dan Goldman, Democrat Dan Goldman, trying to be like, I... I Hunter Biden laptop might not be, I mean, we don't know. It might not be real. That's just, it could be a Russian hoax. Who knows? We don't know. It's 2023. Watch. You have no idea. You know you hard drives can be manipulated. Are you suggesting the New York Post participating in a conspiracy to construct the contents of the Hunter Biden laptop? No, sir. The problem is that hard drives can be manipulated by Rudy Giuliani or Russia. But what's the evidence that that happened? Well, there is actual evidence of it, but the no, point there's not. is it's there's not no the evidence for it. So you're engaging in a conspiracy. I'm glad you... Hey, dumbass, Hunter Biden is literally suing over the release of those contents because it was his personal information. Not because it was false, not because it was made up, not because it was Russian disinformation or manipulated or the hard drive was taken and stole and, and, and changed and brought back together. It was because it was true. Idiot. All right, one more. And then I want your thoughts on this. This is, of course, he was exchange, uh, engaging with Michael Schellenberger. I want to play Michael Schellenberger uh, giving sort of a detail of how the government still continues to this day to censor through social media. Watch. Mr. Schellenberger, is 13 percent censorship still censorship? Absolutely. And the other 87 percent is what we call the chilling effect that the courts have long recognized that they engaged in. You have that to is the problem. There's a broad op. By the way, part of the operation, Congressman Holy Goldman, cow. part of the operation was to change the terms of service. So you see them constantly trying to change the terms of service. You see them. It was 35% of of the URLs that were this according to EIP were labeled, removed, or soft blocked. That's all forms of censorship. That censorship is not just removal. But 65% were not. So how can the government be so, so coercive? Does the First Amendment say the government can censor Time of the gentleman has expired. They're not censoring. They're flagging in the social Chair media companies. So under coercion, 35% of the First Amendment. Play that on the loop. It's what not the First Amendment. It's the terms of service, as you laughing. said. He and they're flagging it for the social media companies to make their own decisions. That is no. not the First Amendment. Oh, my gosh. Service. We have just seen the attorney. You know that the four federal judges have already ruled that and I know that it's on appeal in front of the Supreme Court right now okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, this that debate was very constructive. Ooh, that was I fun. think that got to the heart of the issue I just, he's like but it wasn't a hundred percent it could have been worse 65 jokes on you not. it's just the 35 percent <laughs> that mattered mm. or had reach mm -hmm. which we all at some point were you know in the crosshairs 
but that's the mentality. Mm -hmm. you, you could, mm -hmm. And you could say whatever. It's but it, 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 the, the lack of accountability on the left for their actions and the way they live their lives, they're never at fault. Right. It's never them. Right. They're entitled. It's always you. Mm -hmm. They are the accuser, which is why I can unilaterally say they align with Satan because he's the accuser. God is the redeemer. Satan is the accuser. And the continual nonstop lies. Mm -hmm. They just don't care. Provable lies, proven lies. Mm -hmm. It's been in all the papers. Maybe they should open one up. Their own. Go to a website. Their own. Yeah. Their own papers. I mean, Washington Post and New York Times have already talked about all of these things. And then they keep saying the same stuff over and over and over. Michael Schellenberg says this uh, is going to blow the blow the uh, Twitter files all to hell because this is way bigger. Um, this is a much bigger censorship issue with wow. all these companies uh, than the Twitter files were. That's saying something because mm -hmm. um, it just shows you that we've got a really big problem right now with governmental interference into our free speech. Mm -hmm. they, they, they know they can't win on the battlefield of ideas. Yes. They can't win. Mm -hmm. And so they try to cheat. If they felt like they could win, uh, they probably wouldn't be indicting a former president on BS charges right. 91 times. Yeah. They probably wouldn't be uh, signing subpoenas for uh, anyone who, <laughs> information for anyone who has ever liked, retweeted, commented, blocked, unblocked, muted or unmuted the account of Donald Trump when he was on Twitter. Mm -hmm. These are these are not the actions to your point, Pat. These are not the actions of a secure party right. who thinks, man, things are going well. We're doing great. Our policies have led to prosperity in this country. Let's focus on that. No. Instead, they want to threaten. They want to intimidate. Mm -hmm. They want you to think that if you show up at a rally, you could be on a government watch list, uh, which we'll get into after the break. Go ahead. Hey, real quick, Sarah. And if that's not gross overreach then let them define what is. Right. And the answer is, there is no overreach. They want socialism. They want communism. They want to control your life. They don't consider that there's any line that is, okay, this is too far. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go ahead and take a quick break. We will be back with more. First, we want to thank our sponsor of this segment, Preborn. So you guys, if you're watching this, likely that you're, probably pro-life like we are. And you know that the fight to save babies, it didn't end when Roe versus Wade was overturned. In a lot of ways, it actually just really started. And the left is fighting harder than ever to keep abortions going on demand up until the point of birth. We have to do what we can to stop them. Um, one of the best ways that you can do that is by donating to Preborn. Preborn provides ultrasounds to expecting mothers and postnatal care for up to two years after delivery. So as much as the left likes to say, yeah, you just want to save the baby, but what are you going to do to take care of the baby after it's born? Um, well, Preborn does that and they do it very well actually. And when a baby sees, when a woman sees her baby, you know, abortion uh, centers are like, it's just a clump of cells. Don't worry about it. You don't, you don't want that in you. You're not going to, you can't do it on your own. Well, they're going to go into preborn and they're going to actually see their baby for the first time. They're going to hear that baby's heartbeat on their monitor. And she's going to be twice as likely to choose life for her unborn child. Those of you who have had kids, you guys have had kids. Those of you who have had kids, you know what a life-changing moment it is to hear that heartbeat on the ultrasound, you go in and you're like, holy crap, this is a life and I created it 
and for me, not you, I'm, I, am, I am this child's mother and I have to take care of it. So we want these women to experience that. The service is free to the mother, but of, of course it costs money to keep this going. So please, 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 it's the end of the year. People are trying to figure out where they can make their tax deductible donations. You can sponsor an ultrasound for $28. That's like the cost of maybe, you know, going out to a lunch, uh, but it can mean the difference between life and death for a baby. So Preborn is saving 200 babies a day. Please join them right now. Through a match, your gift is going to be doubled. Now is the time to give. You can donate securely by dialing pound 250 and saying the keyword baby, or you can go to preborn.com slash Sarah. There is no H in that, by the way. It is preborn.com slash Sarah. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The whistle was being blown on the Department of Homeland Security under the Biden administration, who uh, we now find out has had federal air marshals following people mm. for years now who flew to Washington, D.C. on January 6th. Even if they did, there's no information telling them that they actually went to the Capitol. They were just they flew to D.C. for that day. If that was you and you didn't attend the Capitol, uh, the, the, the protest, the rally, you too may have a, a federal air marshal following you. I don't know. Here is, I want to play uh, Sonia Labosco. She is the director of Air Marshal National Canc- Council. I can't speak today. And um, she actually talked with our very own Glenn Beck this morning. Here's what she had to say. Okay, so last night I was having a uh, conversation with Sonia Hightower Labosco. And uh, this is how it ended. Listen to this. Each, this person returned to the hotel. It is important to note that Blank never set foot near the Capitol grounds. In fact, suffers from a disability that makes it difficult for her to walk. This air marshal with 27 years of experience, can you, do you remember this case? What was, what was he assigned to do? I do, and that's his wife we're talking about, Glenn. He is a special ops uh, air marshal. He actually assigns the teams of air marshals to follow these individuals that are on quiet skies or a selectee. So this air marshal actually came into duty. It was his job to sign the missions for that day, opened his computer and saw a photograph of his wife listed as a suspected domestic terrorist, knowing that she had nothing to do with the Capitol. She, she, she didn't even go to the Capitol that day, and we proved that through many, many different ways from geo-tracking, her cell phone, her Uber receipts, you name it, we proved it. I've got less than a minute. You have to tell me if this is true. Did we actually use the air marshals to track a four-month-old, four-week-old baby? Yes, Glenn. We're we're doing that now. The baby's eight weeks old. The baby was not even conceived. It's an eight-week-old baby who's on the terrorist watch list. An eight-week... Prove to me that that eight-week-old wasn't at January 6th. <laughs> Prove it. An insurrectionist. An insurrectionist, clearly. Hiding under the guise hey. of being an infant. A baby. Yeah. Hey, Please, we nice see try. right through it, eight-week-old. Deep fake. Hey, but I promise you, 
the cartels that's coming across the border are coming for good reason. Mm. They're, they're, mm -hmm. they're harmless. Well, they also are being helped by air marshals. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. they're helped in, you know? Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they are, they are help, they're helped well, with they're their mission. Yeah. They have federal agents going to the border mm -hmm. and guiding rather them. than tour protecting guide. federal buildings, mm -hmm. they're taking them to doctor's appointments. Yeah, they're tour guides. Illegal aliens mm -hmm. are being driven to doctor appointments by federal agents. They're and it's even worse than we've outlined here because it wasn't just January 6th travelers. If you traveled any time during the month of January in 2021, you could be being followed by air marshals right now. I, it's inconceivable what is happening in this country. But Pat, the child's eight weeks old was not born yet at January Prove it. 6th. Mm. Prove it. Mm -hmm. right. Please. Mm -hmm. And your point? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, look, we've got a lot of weird oh, stuff going on oh, on planes. What did I say earlier crazy. in the show? There's no line that they cross where yeah. they go, okay, this is too the, far. This is too far. There is no too far. Nope. Not for them. They'll for track an eight-week-old baby Yeah, as an insurrectionist. They tra they're tracking a guy who went to, to D.C. And it's again, it's the D.C. region. You might have gone to Baltimore. Yeah. You might not have even set foot in the mm -hmm. district. You flew into Dallas and, and you, drove the opposite direction. Mm -hmm. And he, he went to a funeral. Wasn't even there for the rally. They're tracking him. They're following him. Yeah, but on maybe. On every flight. But maybe he had uh, his close friend or relative die as a ruse. So okay, that he could maybe. be like, you die, and I'm going to pretend like this is why I'm it's here. It's uh-huh. It was all a setup. In this alibi. <laughs> we do. Alibi. We do. My baby's alibi is I was in the womb. Yeah. 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 I lame. wasn't conceived yet. That's yeah, flimsy. right. Prove it, baby. <laughs> um, so I want to play really quickly. Uh, speaking of, and what Pat is saying, just to kind of reinforce your point, Pat, is a very true thing that not just the federal air marshals, but other federal officers are being taken mm -hmm. off of their duties and being sent to the border, not to help enforce the laws, but no, to, that'd be silly. as Pat pointed out, take them to doctor's appointments, bring them Uber Eats and other things. I want to play mm. uh, Josh Hawley during a Senate hearing yesterday talking to Richard Klein, the director of federal protective uh, services within DHS, and he kind of addresses that watch. Let me just ask you, given the, the unprecedented surge in illegal immigration that we're seeing, um, let me ask you two things here, time permitting. The first one is, we've had multiple DHS whistleblowers who are special investigators within DHS come forward to my office and I think others and allege that they were pulled off of their assignments investigating child abuse, child trafficking, fentanyl. They were pulled off of that and sent to the southern border in order to perform, in their words, menial tasks. Uh, I just want to know, have any FPS officers, to your knowledge, been reassigned to the southern border to help with migrant processing? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, we do have uh, a number of FPS officers that are supporting CBP at the southern border in two locations. Um, uh, and that's, that's going on today. When you say assisting, assisting with processing? <clears throat> Not processing. <laughs> Let me explain what they're doing. So the Border Please. Patrol, mm -hmm. the goal is for us to support the Border Patrol so they can go back to do the work of the border. So we, our officers are transporting people what to work? hospital appointments 
to medical visits, to emergency rooms. <laughs> you can't uh, make this up. For treatment. So they're, the Border Patrol doesn't have to do that. They can show. focus on the border and we're supporting They're not focusing on the border. people to these appointments. If, if I could just ask, where, where are these folks coming from who are, who are transporting your agents? Where are they being taken from if they're, if they're now running people back and forth to the hospital at appointments and so <laughs> forth? Uh, various locations throughout the country. Yeah. For example? Uh, Boston, uh -huh. Chicago. Well, what would they otherwise be doing at those, those locations? Federal facility protection. So they're, they're being pulled off of federal facility protection in order to go to the border and to take migrants to <laughs> appointments. <laughs> yep. Your tax dollars at work. I you how you couldn't you even you couldn't conceive of no. something this outrageous. You can't make you, you cannot really even couldn't. make that up. I'm pretty sure that Mexico treats American citizens the same way who aren't supposed to be in their country. I think they have federales that go and get them to appointments. No. Take them to 7 Eleven for a Slurpee. No. No? Uh -uh. You don't think so? No. Huh. No, wow. they don't. Weird. That's yeah. weird. Well, well, I love that he kept saying, like, well, well, we're just there to help them so that they can get back to doing their work no, at the border. Yeah. What work? You have Fist bumping illegal immigrants as yeah. they make their way over and giving them a high five? Like, what work are you talking about? They're not doing anything there. I had a senior Border Patrol leader in my office this morning, and we were talking about Tucson, what's happening in Tucson, and where they have literally shut down actual operations, mm. and they are only processing migrants into the country. There's mm. no patrol. Yeah. There's, there's no, it, is, it is the Wild West at the moment there. It's welcome. Just walk in. Right. They are just processing. But listen to what he's saying. They're pulling officers from Boston, Chicago, Dallas, many from Dallas. What they're not, not even talking about places with high crime rates, so that's good. No, Chicago is calm. What are you talking? They're about? all yeah. pristine. Yeah, and Dallas is great. Chicago, yeah. Dallas. <laughs> we're only three thousand police officers short in Dallas PD. 3, yeah, no, 000. it's that's, fine. We've got no crisis. No, it's, it's not fine. like we're thirty thousand short. <laughs> yeah. What's your problem? Well, we only we're, we, look. We didn't censor sixty-five percent. Right. Oh, right. It, Right. It could be worse. <laughs> it could be worse. <laughs> it could be way worse. Um, all right, we got it. We got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. You have to laugh so you don't just. I know. It's that. It's that. Well, a big congratulations is in order to uh, Dylan Mulvaney for making Forbes 30 under yeah. 30. Woo! Yeah. Yes. Woo! Awesome. Yeah. He deserves it. Shim. Shim they. Great job, Shim. Good job. Which I, it's just <laughs> very confusing too because like he obviously is trying to be a woman, but he still goes by Dylan. Oh, yeah. Which was, mm -hmm. is his male name? Because he's, it's just, I don't know. I'm not going to, I'm going to stop trying to make sense of it. But I want to play Dylan Mulvaney being interviewed uh, by Forbes talking about, you know, just this is always my dream was to become a celebrity. Watch. I think I would like my legacy to be this sort of idea of like celebrity 2.0. Like how can we live in the spotlight and, you know, have a large following, That's like but try to do it in a way that feels mm -hmm. like the kindest, mm -hmm. most grounded, fun, silly, empathetic, vulnerable way possible. And I don't know if that can exist yet. I'm, I'm still figuring that out. And I think, you know, there are certain mm. circumstances where I might get pushback on that, but I want to see if we can do it differently. Mm. Um, you're, you're, you're confused about a lot, buddy. 
<laughs> a lot because I'll tell you when I talk within the trans community and I talk within the LBGTQ community, they'll tell me that unless you nip tuck cut it off and go all the way, you're just bi. Mm. That's not my words. You're just bi. And I'm talking about having guys on my show that have that have gone from being a man to a woman and have come back and it said, hey. This is for fame yeah. and fortune and attention without conviction, which we spoke of. And Elon Musk has, even though I think he's wrong on climate change, he's convicted. Yeah. Yeah. This is exactly what Dylan just told you. Mm -hmm. it's, it's to be famous. For likes, for followers. Yeah. Yeah, well, it worked. And he single-handedly almost brought down Bud Light. So congratulations <laughs> on that. With that celebrity, I'll bet... Bet they're pleased with that decision. Mm. Did we ever even hear of the member, the marketing woman who came up with this idea because yeah. it had to change because she didn't like the hicks that were buying their beer, making it the number one beer yeah. in the world for like 20 years. Mm -hmm. She had a leave of actually, absence, right? Or was she yeah, fired? there was a leave of absence. A leave of absence. But did she come back to that job? Probably. I mean, do you think? Incredible. We should look into that because yeah. Uh, yeah, it's hard to take a, a beer from number one to number 17 in a matter of weeks, and then keep your job. Uh, amazing. Mm -hmm. But I think she did. Uh, Hopefully yeah, she's I don't back know. on their payroll and back in their good graces and making brilliant decisions for Bud Light. I'm trying, I'm trying to find it. How old is Dylan? Under know, 30. Under 30, apparently. Okay, apparently under 28, talking about legacy? Yeah. Buddy. The legacy you're leaving is one of destruction and absolute utter confusion for a whole generation. So, mm -hmm. Which, you know, I mean, we talk a lot about uh, this type of lifestyle pushing people into more mental illness and to having, you know, more mental issues, um, which I don't know why we would ever say that, especially when you watch Dylan Mulvaney's content. He seems totally stable. <laughs> Check this out. Today wasn't supposed to be a crying day. Why do I always feel like crying? Why do I always feel like crying? Don't do it, Dylan. Don't you dare. No! Hmm. I feel a little better. Totally stable. Yeah, that good, good for him. That's... Yeah. <laughs> Who among That's us? Admirable, right? Who among us? You know, when you're not well and you're so not well that you don't know that you publish it. Yeah. Right. You really need help. It's yeah. actually, honestly, well, very honestly, this is sad. It is, it is a public spectacle of an individual that is really crying out for help, saying, oh, hey, yeah. I'm completely yeah, lost. Yeah. I need help. I have no writer. And, and isn't society this, isn't is supposed to make him or her happy. Mm -hmm. I mean, the transition is part of that process, right? That's what they tell and us. And apparently, it. It isn't working. Which, so. which means he is, of course, the statistic. Yes. Which, when you look into the statistics, exactly. the statistics say that this, this, they're always like, oh, but it makes them happier, and it, it, they won't commit no. suicide if they do this. Oh, no, 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 no. That, that's not what the statistics show. It actually makes them more depressed mm -hmm. and more likely to commit suicide uh, or have mm -hmm. other mental illnesses in conjunction with Or be this. abused. Or be abused. Or turn so. to drugs and alcohol abuse, um, it, it is sad. Now, I will say, I mean, I would imagine he's making quite a bit of money uh, mm -hmm. profiting off of this, so I'm not sure how, how bad I feel for him. But, but then, he also, Sarah, what, what is it when you gain the world and you lose your soul? 
I agree, but but there are so many people who voluntarily make that choice. It would be one thing mm -hmm. if he wasn't voluntarily making the choice, but he is voluntarily making that choice. Now, we could have a whole show on whether or not, uh, or I should say how much responsibility the medical community has for that. Mm -hmm. um, but I will say he does seem very happy with his following and his likes and his, you know, is his celebrity status. So it feels like crying even so exactly. every day. Exactly right. Um, all right, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Mm. Culture of death. Yeah, for sure. Checking in on Joe Biden and his memory or lack thereof, here is a recent speech. I've said this and I said this to Deng Xiaoping in the Himalayas and I've said this to every world leader. Who? It's never, never, never been a good bet to bet against the American people. Never, never, never. So I remember him talking about a conversation in the Himalayas. Now I thought that he said that it was the current dictator of China, yeah. Xi Jinping. Right, and what do you call him? I, it sounds like dong chopping. Dong. Which... I've said this and i said this to <laughs> Dong Chaoping in the Himalayas. Dong. I've said this dong? to every man. Dong chopping. Now there was a dang. Dong I don't know who dong chopping is. Dong chopping. I don't know who dong chopping is. Now the Biden administration is in favor of dong chopping. So they maybe are? he just. Yeah, they are. So. Yeah, I mean, if you want to transition, you just. Do a little dong chopping. But they don't I'm even do sure. that. That's what I'm saying. They just buy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Things are going great around oh. here. Hey, Things no problem. It's just our leader. It send me to your leader, or maybe not. Please don't. The aliens are like, we're gonna pass. Actually, no thanks. Wow. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com/podcasts.